0: All right, we are accepting calls this hour from time travelers only. If you have traveled in time, or you are presently a traveler to this time, then we want to hear from you. Uh, Otherwise, the phone lines are closed, but for that group, they are certainly open. Uh, With that in mind, uh, top of the morning to you on the wild card line. You are on the air. Hello. Hello.
1: back to the Infinite Fringe. My name is Billy Ray Valentine. How you doing? Hope everybody is having a happy and safe Halloween. This should drop the day before, if not the day of, but I'm going to try to get it to drop the day before Halloween. We're recording the day before Halloween. It is uh, Friday, uh, the 30th, if I'm not mistaken. Ever since COVID, I don't know my dates anymore because I'm not running out doing 8,000 things, so I have no idea what's going on. You know, but uh, I'm sure a lot of you can th- can uh, sympathize. Anyway, I'm here with with a with a friend that I haven't had on the Fringe in quite some time, and I'm I'm very happy to, to bring him back. Uh, and uh, you're going to be fascinated, but by what you're going to hear today, because I'm telling you, what a shift! Mr. Gary King is here with us. If you remember, if you've been listening to the Fringe for some time, it's uh, the Bowie reversed. Uh, episode that a lot of people really, really liked and still talk to, uh, still talk about it today. People email me about it, you know, um, that, that's Garrett King, uh, but we're bringing him here in kind of a different capacity because he's been uh, barking up some different trees and I'm very interested in hearing about what he has found. Happy Halloween to you, sir. What is going on, Garrett King?
2: <laughs> Not very much. How, how's it going with you?
1: Man, you know, I just told you, man, I'm all over the place. I don't even know what dates are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm completely all over the place. What's up with you, man?
2: Uh, just working and and uh, trying to stay uh, healthy, <laughs> um, and and doing this this new research that, that I've been talking to you about.
1: Well, you know, um, I've been I follow you on Instagram ever since I opened up an account, and uh, a lot of really fascinating stuff over there. I would urge everybody to go over there. I'm gonna let Garrick, you know, give out all that information. Uh, So you guys can hop over and take a look at what he's doing. But, you know, it's a departure from uh, from the reverse speech stuff that you did before. And we spoke a little bit off air and you haven't fully abandoned that. In actually, in all actuality, you're trying to merge things together. But we'll get to it later. Let's talk about what you're actually doing right now. Um, ITC is the way you describe it. You want to you want to give the audience a little bit uh, of uh, of an overview of what you're doing?
2: (laughs) Sure. Sure. ITC, it stands for Instrumental Transcommunication. And it's a means of communicating with spirits, uh, those of the deceased. Um, and I'm actually under the belief that it's not just those who are deceased. I think I'm making connections with spirits that have never once lived in our realm. Um, but it's using electronic devices to communicate with them. And 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 i actually kind of branched off a little bit, and I've been getting into what is called scrying. So it's using water uh, to bring forth these images and connect with these spirits. And I'm just getting some amazing, amazing stuff coming through. It's just totally blowing my
1: mind. Now, how did you decide to jump over to this? Like, how did this happen? You were doing a reverse speech.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. I have been knee deep in the paranormal my whole entire life. I mean since the age of three or four years old i've had paranormal experiences and so it's just been something i've always been interested in, whether it 's reverse speech or you know ghost hunting, ghost photography, all that type of stuff and uh, i don't know it's just after after the incident that I had with my last podcast being hacked and uh, and basically losing. <laughs> all of my episodes that I had, Uh, I just decided to kind of branch off and I was watching some YouTube videos of Steve Huff, of Huff Paranormal. Um, And I was like, well, what he's doing is kind of interesting. I could do that, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So I started purchasing stuff, you know, the apps and and the radios and just trying my hand at it. And lo and behold, I mean, I've, I've been making some odd connections
1: now I I remember and and if you don't want to talk about this I'm cool right so just go ahead and say you don't want to talk about it but I I remember you hit me up um I don't know when you first started this I don't know how long ago it's been like I told you I've lost track of time but um I remember you hit me up and said you were you you made connections with your father who was past
2: yes yes go ahead absolutely um so what I did was, is I mean, there's, there's all kinds of apps that you can find on, you know, for the iPhone, for Android, you know, whatever. Um, but I came across one called Dead Wave. And I thought, okay, well, I'm going to try this out. So I was just messing around with it. And I was getting some hits and some responses. But I kept hearing what I thought were repeat words. And so I started thinking, okay, well... That's kind of strange, Uh, you know, and I wanted to make sure that these words weren't already built in to the app because that just leads to a false positive. So what I decided to do was I turned off the Wi-Fi. I turned off the Bluetooth. I even put my, my iPad into airplane mode and turned off cellular data just to make sure that there was absolutely no connection whatsoever coming through. And as soon as I did that, it was just like, uh, and I don't even know how the connections were being made, <laughs> to be honest, because like I said, everything was turned off. And this app is only supposed to contain like speech, uh, like sounds, you know, like like cha, you know, and buh, and just whatever, right. just the small little bits that, you know, spirits can supposedly manipulate and form into words. So the fact that I was getting these accurate responses you know at one point i asked um well let me jump back here just a second so my middle name is todd and my parents are the only ones that ever called me that it's my middle name but when i got into high school i started going by my first name so everyone from that point forward called me garrick and i was trying to get my dad to say my name just so I could have validation that I'm actually making a connection with him. Well, he responds to me, but he calls me Todd. And I thought, whoa, Hmm. (laughs) that's kind of odd. And in one of my recordings, I was like, you know, I appreciate because, you know, I kept trying to get him to say Garrick, but he just kept saying Todd over and over and over and over and over. And it makes sense because, of course, that's what he called me. And in one of the recordings, I said, you know, I appreciate that you can say my middle name, but I'd really like for you to say Garrick. (laughs) And I got the response back, just did it. And I went back and listened to the recording because you can't always make out exactly what's being said in the moment. But I went back and analyzed the recording and sure enough, the name Garrick was said.
1: Jesus, my gosh, that didn't freak you out, bro. Uh, no,
2: I mean, it's, it's odd. You would think it would, but it it really didn't. It was kind of like a, like a cold chill, but in a good way.
0: Mm.
2: You know, like, Whoa, I I have made connection and I believe I am speaking with my dad. I got him to say uh, his father's name, which is Alvis, And that's not a common name. Uh, It's not a name that I think would be pre built into the app. And just the fact that it responded with that and that is, you know, his father's name was just another validation point for me. I got him to accurately tell me when his birthday was. Um, I wrote the number 32 down on a piece of paper and asked him to tell me what number I wrote down. And that one was kind of strange because at first he tried guessing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He gave me the number 10. And I said, no, it's not 10. And then he said 12. And I said, look, I don't want you to guess. I want you to look at this number and tell me what it says. And it was kind of strange because out of nowhere, this other voice popped in and it said, look. Mm. And then right after that, I get a whispered 32. And it was almost like someone was telling him, yeah. don't guess, look. Right. And he did. And he said 32.
1: Man, it was like a like a guided process from a, uh, like another spirit guiding your father to to accurately, you know, do what it is you ask. That way you can get verification. Now you have this stuff on tape. Yes. Now
0: yes, but, I do but have.
1: Not, not only do you have it on tape, but you've been taking some pictures of some yes. some stuff. Have you ever taken pictures of of what you believe to be your dad?
2: No. Um during the recordings, and this is before I actually started getting into the photography side of it,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I had asked him a question, and you and I have talked about this off the air, but right. my my very strong connection to the number 1111, mm. and I asked him about it, and his response at first was, he said, what is it? it? It was just the way that it was said, it was almost like, I felt like he was buying time or something Mm. (laughs) like he you know he wasn't really wanting to respond and i said is it important and he came back with the word might Mm. that's all he said might and Mm. then out of nowhere these two other whispered voices came through and one said you can't answer that and the other one said you can't tell him wow and then immediately after that, I believe he responded and said, I can't tell.
1: Wow. Wow. That's insanity. And you know, you and I share that, right? We, you know, and there's a lot of other people ever since, uh, I did an episode on it that have come back and said, you know, eleven, eleven, 11 and all this other stuff, man, that's freaking nuts. That, that, yeah. that would have freaked me out. Garrick. I, I don't know if I would have been able to continue, um, <laughs> after that, just, well, just go ahead. What's up?
2: Yeah, it's unfortunate, but from that moment forward I have not been able to make a connection with him at all.
1: Wow. Wow, and you've tried.
2: I've tried. I have tried so many times and I cannot get him to come through. Wow. So it was like I asked a question that I I guess I wasn't
1: supposed to ask. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. They were like, you know what, it's it's uh maybe it's a little bit too much and, and he may have uh, slipped up and, and given you an answer or something at some point and they would just cut the cut the transmission as a result.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I literally felt like, and I even discussed this with my brother, and, and he, he kind of was the one that said it. He goes, "It it's almost like he was being monitored.
0: Mm.
2: And I was like, whoa, I, I didn't think about that. Man. Because, you know, my dad, and before this point, he, my dad said some other crazy stuff. Mm. At one point, I asked him, um, I said, you know, can you tell me where you are? I said, are you... Because I didn't really know how to ask it, but I was like, are you outside? Are you in a building somewhere? And he replied back and said, no. And then he said, we are by the sea. Jesus. (laughs) I was like, that's weird. Like, what the hell does that mean? And then I asked him, I said, what do you do there? And his response was, we build them. And I thought, okay, you build what? Like, why? What do you? (laughs) What do you build by the sea? And and strangely enough, my thought was, like, this image popped into my head of of ships, like sailing ships, you know. For some reason, and in my next session, I I decided to come through and or try to you know ask him what it was that he built, or that they were building. And I'm telling you the strangest response ever. He came back and said spaceship whole oh
1: you know I, it, it, as soon as you said you know we are by the sea it took me back to the bible like instantly you know the yeah. when uh when uh the lord separated the seas you know and, and the sea in the sky right uh the, the right. waters the waters in the sky right and, yes uh, my and,
2: brother and i had that exact same conversation right
1: right, right. it took <laughs> the me waters above there.
2: and the waters below exactly yeah, yeah.
1: so uh, maybe maybe that's a part of it and he's building a some type of spaceship and the spaceship brought me back to uh there was a book it's it costs like 800 dollars now and i i want to read it uh, it was um Ringmakers of Saturn i don't know if you re- if, if this brings a yes. bell to you right but yes, um it does. the guy's passed away I, he was like 90 something i think he passed away last year or the year before the guy who wrote this book but uh you know he claims that uh he saw he had evidence of spaceships little spaceships Building the rings of Saturn, which was always yep. fascinating to me. Who knows if it's true or not? But it's just fascinating altogether. So th- there goes that aspect of uh, maybe building something while you're up in in uh in heaven of sorts, right? I, I mean, I, I guess right. And uh he didn't seem he didn't seem disturbed by this, right? He seemed fine. I'm assuming.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I even asked him at one point. I was like, you know, um, uh what what do you think of it? Or uh, I can't remember exactly what the question was, but I basically said, you know, do you like it where you are? And, and or I said something like, you know, what do you think of where you are? And he replied back and said, good. And I said, it's good. And he said, and it was so weird. It was like this back and forth conversation. And I said, it's good. And he said, what? <laughs> and I said, it's good. And he said, yes. I mean, it was just like, I was having this phone conversation with him. I've played it for other people and they're like, I have never heard such back and forth responses mm. before like that.
1: When are you going to, uh, to air the so, something like this? Are you planning on releasing it to the public?
2: I do. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of putting together a podcast where I just talk about, you know, my own paranormal experiences and, and this type of research that I'm doing mm-hmm. and the, the connections that I'm making with, what he said and, and the images that I'm getting and this new discovery that I made just the other day um, Which is, is so bizarre, I don't even know what to make of it, but Getting back to him saying spaceships really quickly
0: right.
2: um, In the recording and anyone that wants to listen to it. They can contact me. I, I'll Send the link to the YouTube video. I have it unlisted at the moment Eight. Just because I basically made him for my mom and brother Oh, Okay Just to demonstrate that, hey, I've made contact with, you know, with dad. And, uh, but when he said spaceships, like you can hear it in my voice. Like I was kind of like, like what? And I was like, dad, did you just say spaceships? And it was almost like he was playing with me because he said, possibly. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, okay, that's, that's just like him. And, and then he. At one point, um, he said it again, like, we build them. And I was like, yes, you build, but what do you build? And then he said it again, spaceship.
0: Incredible.
2: And, yeah, and when I said, uh, right when I said that, right after I said it, I said, and where do you build them? Right when I said that, this voice came through, and... I record my sessions on a Zoom H6 recorder. The reason I do that is because I can record my voice to one track and what I call the spirit voice to another track. I can analyze them together, but I can analyze them independently.
0: Mm-hmm. That
2: way, if I'm talking and they talk at the same time, I can just mute my track and only listen to what's being said on their track.
0: Right.
2: So right when I said that, this voice came through. And I was like, "God, what does that say?" So I just took that separate piece, loaded it into Adobe Audition, isolated it, and it said, "We are not alone."
1: Oh God. I'm sorry, Derek. And- I had to put it down right then and there and and <laughs> went about my business. Man, I-, I don't know how you do it, but but listen, um, there- there's more to this, and we're gonna get to it, right? Because you 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 have made connections with other entities that are not your father, right? You haven't spoken to your father in quite some time is what you, what you said to us just a few minutes ago. So, but, yeah. but you've, you've continued this, this type of research. And uh, I, I would ask everybody to go over to the, to your Instagram page uh, and, uh, and check it out. Let them know where they can, they can see some of these images before we get into them.
2: The, my Instagram is it's ITC photography, but it's actually I period T period C period underscore photography. Mm. And, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. okay. go ahead. Go ahead, buddy. Oh, I was just going to say when I first started uh, getting into this photography side of it, I started using um, mist from like a humidifier as a catalyst for these spirits to come through.
1: Now, how? And, like, I mean, so you just turn on the mist and hope for the best, or is there something else?
2: I, I, turn it on and I, I, the mist, you know, starts coming up and I got a black poster board, um, or presentation board to put behind it so that I could have that contrast with the, uh, the mist. Mm-hmm. And I would just ask spirits, Hey, if you can hear me, if you can come through, show yourself. And I have an EMF meter that I also use and I, I keep it next to me. And when it starts going off i just start taking pictures wow. and yeah i mean i've gotten some crazy crazy stuff
1: yeah no i've, I've seen it man and do, do you talk to any of these um quote-unquote spirits that are coming through or, or do you just take pictures of them
2: just take pictures of them i i've gotten to where like i said earlier that i'm i'm using a method called scrying and so when I do that, I'm shooting 120 frames a second for just roughly 25 seconds. Mm. And so I end up with something like sometimes it might run over, you know, a few seconds, into like 30 seconds or so. But I try not to do it for very long because every single frame of that video has to be analyzed. Yeah. And I wind up with something like 3000 to 4000 single frames that have to be looked at.
1: and And you go over each of them each and every single one (laughs) wow yeah um commitment bro wow
2: go ahead it is it is but uh but when they when they come through it's it's just i mean it's it's fascinating because they'll just come through in one frame typically i say that typically because i just posted a video the other day of one that came through um and I even made a video showing me tapping back and forth through the frames. And it l- literally looks like it's opening and closing its mouth. <laughs> like someone even suggested maybe it's trying to communicate with you. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. I, I remember, and I want to jump back to this, so, so keep me honest. But I, I remember you, you sent me a picture of something that you were doing through the television. Yes. And, and it looked like a city and um I forgot to tell you I was like I really want that image so I could just write the infinite fringe right under it cuz it it looked incredible. I don't, I don't that know I don't massive. know what it was. I I couldn't I couldn't uh, you know I, I have no idea I can't explain it but it just looked beautiful. And yes, and like uh, a
2: massive grid like right. structure.
1: Right, right, right. What were you doing there?
2: So there's a form of ITC called video feedback loop mm-hmm. and this is where you take a video recorder and an HDMI cable, and you plug it into your TV. Now, because I'm very skeptical when it comes to this sort of thing, I wanted to make sure that I wasn't getting any other outside sources, so I don't have any cable, no satellite, not even a DVD player, or VCR, if those things even exist anymore. (laughs) Nothing (laughs) is plugged into the TV except the, the camcorder. And what you do is you place it about three feet in front of your TV and you point it directly at the TV. So you wind up with this like continuous loop. It looks like the TV inside the TV, inside the TV, inside the TV. It just keeps going into infinity and you, you zoom in to the screen. And as you zoom in, of course it goes out of focus. So you have to kind of keep adjusting the focus to keep it in focus. But as you zoom in, the the screen it'll start to do this warping loop thing and it just like it'll just sweep across the screen just over and over and over it's just this continuous loop and so i have another camera i stand off to the side and i shoot video or sometimes i'll just shoot uh photographs because my camera will shoot 4k photos like super fast and again i go back and analyze those images And where it was typically a smoky kind of image that, you know, comes across the screen, out of nowhere, this grid-like structure just appeared. Yeah. And I was like, what the – like, and I only saw it for like a fraction of a second because it goes so fast. And as I was going back and analyzing each frame, boom, there it was. And I don't even know what to make of it. Like, (laughs) there's – There's no reason that I can think of why this should have appeared on the screen when everything else before it looked like just almost like a smoke or I don't even really know how to describe it. But this has structure. It has straight lines. It looks like some kind of futuristic city that you're looking down at from the sky or it could be, I don't know some kind of pipe work it's just the most bizarre thing i've i've
1: seen yeah it was, it, was, it looked like a maze to me it was yeah. gorgeous though. it was like uh, it, it was gorgeous and spooky at the same time it was like what it was very eerie you know it gave you a very like weird feeling like a twilight zone ish type feeling so I, when i saw it yeah. i was like oh man that's beautiful and scary at the same time it fits for the infinite fringe and and you know you 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 spoke about it going uh, you know infinitely like, uh, showing the same image over and over and over and over and over again in an infinite sequence. So I think it works. Um, so I, I, I need that image, Garrick, at some point. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll get you the full, I know, the full frame of yeah. it. So you have a good quality. That's
1: dope, man. But, um, but what, what method do you find most effective, right? You, you've, uh, you've dabbled in a few. So what, what method do you like best and you think is, is, uh, is the best catalyst to making contact?
2: Oh, boy. I don't know because I keep jumping back and forth from the, the mist to the video loop feedback to the scrying mm-hmm. because I just keep getting these impossible images coming through. Um, you know, a lot of people have come forward and they're like, that's just pareidolia. And that's, it's become a word that I, I – point now i I can't even stand that word anymore (laughs) Mm -hmm. i understand what pareidolia is i understand that our mind tries to make sense of you know shapes and all of the stuff and and it you know like i said it just tries to make sense of it but these images that are coming through these faces are i mean most of them have very clear eyes pupils nostrils mouth Everything is all there. Yeah. yeah. And someone said to me one time, like, "Well, why is it always faces?" And I said, "Well, I am asking them to come through and show themselves. What else are else that? You know, are they supposed to show me?
1: Here's my <laughs> toe. Know,
2: they, yeah. <laughs> take a look at You know, I'm not going to recognize probably a toe. You know, or you know, if they pulled their pants down and mooned me or something. You know, <laughs> but but I mean, you know, I've gotten just amazing faces sometimes i've even gotten full the, the, the entire body
1: so what and do you think it is Garrick? like i mean so you know can a normal person just not that you're not a normal person that didn't come out right can can anybody <laughs> do this is what i mean you know what i mean like if if tonight somebody wants to screw around with this stuff which i do not recommend by the way but if somebody wants to screw around with it and start doing it, can they? Or is there something special about you? You've had a connection with the paranormal since you've been a child, you know. So yes. it does does that need to be there? Is it a prerequisite for for being able to see these things using uh, these techniques?
2: Possibly. Um, I don't know if my light shines brighter, and that's what attracts them to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and when I'm doing these sessions, you know, they're, they, I don't know if there's a trust thing going on here or, or what, um, I know that there's a lot of people doing this and, you know, and and it's not every single time that I sit down in one of these sessions that I get something coming through.
1: Mm, Interesting. Uh, Okay.
2: Yeah. So it's not every time. I mean, I've got, oh my God, I don't know how many, because I do this every day, like every day. Uh, I'll record a short session. So I've got literally probably at this point, thousands of short little videos <laughs> and because I'll do three or four little videos at a time. And so you take that into account of how many frames I'm shooting in each video. It's just, it's a huge amount, but I don't always get something coming through
1: now, but when I, oh, ahead, when I finish. do,
2: it's a, it's a plus. Yeah.
1: No, I mean, it's a, man, it, it sounds like you're committed at the very least, right? And and you want to see these things and you're making it happen somehow. Um, I, I Like I said, I, I don't know if I could do this, right? I, I don't know if, if uh, and I've never really had, a, I've had like a, you know, uh, I don't want to say run of the mill, but definitely not. Uh, I've had some paranormal experiences, but nothing, I've never seen a UFO or anything like that. You know, uh, um, but uh, you have, right? You've you've oh. you've experienced some serious uh, shit. Um, oh yeah. Tell us a little bit about <laughs> some of that stuff.
2: Um, let's see. Do you want to do UFO related or do what you do what you feel is best? Okay. <laughs> um, probably one of the weirdest. This is UFO related, but I was probably about ten years old. My dad and I were at my grandmother's, and we were mowing her lawn, and. Keep in mind, my grandmother also had a UFO experience one time in, in California. Um, but we had just finished mowing her lawn, and we were standing there talking. And off to the west, I noticed this light, which, you know, from that distance looked like an airplane. And, but I just kind of kept looking at it. Well, as it got closer, it was literally these spinning lights. This thing was round. And and I don't know if the, the thing itself was spinning, which made the lights look like it was spinning, or if the lights themselves were spinning around it. But it flew directly over us. And my dad saw it, my grandmother saw it, I saw it, and we were all like, what is that? And it flew off to the east until we couldn't see it anymore. And we kind of talked about it for a little bit. My grandmother brought up her... Experience again, and she started talking about it. And then all of a sudden, here it comes again from the West. And I was like, you know, I told my dad, I was like, it's coming back. Well, this time when my dad looked at it, he said that it was saying words on it. And something, and I know this is going to sound strange, but something about a motorcycle being for sale. And my grandmother and I both looked at each other like, what the hell is he smoking? Like there were no words on this thing. And it makes me think if somehow this thing was making him see something different than what my grandmother and I were seeing. Do
1: you Because think I mean, my eyesight, go ahead, finish up. I'm sorry, buddy.
2: I was going to say my eyesight was <laughs> really good. It still is. Yeah. And there were no words on this thing. I mean, what kind of aircraft, could have existed in god that would have been 83 that would have been round flying around advertising about a motorcycle for sale i it, mean it just makes no sense
1: do Do you think we're all experiencing our own realities based on that mm, i don't know to what, be honest you know what, what might be evidently evident for some is not evident for everybody else for some reason you know i don't Yeah. Know. A lot of these thoughts have been circulating around my brain for a long, long time, trying to figure out what this is, and we will never figure it out. We're not meant to figure it out, but um, it's uh certainly interesting to try to dig your way around some of this stuff and and attempt to, to put together the puzzle, right? Even though you know, at least deep down inside, you know that the, the puzzle will never be clear—at least not one hundred percent. You know, but uh, right. but but you can try to do it and 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 work your way around that stuff. So. Um your new uh revelation, which is uh something else right like, how first off, how did you come about this and second, what do you plan on doing with it moving forward? just describe it for the people uh what you think uh is going on and, and what you found and how you found it and uh we'll move from there go ahead
2: well this this revelation that that I found last week. It goes back to the recording that I did with my dad and where he said that they were building spaceships. Now, there's another group of people that have done research, and they're called faces and sound, and they're analyzing the spectral frequency of audio, and they are finding faces of people, of beings or whatever, appearing in those spectral frequencies of audio. So that got me to thinking. So I loaded up the audio <laughs> of my dad saying spaceships and in Adobe Audition. And when I looked at the spectral frequency, no joke, in that spectral frequency is the classic shape of a freaking UFO, a flying saucer. Wow. And I thought, how is that possible? I mean, it makes no sense, but the, the shape is there. Why would that be in? that spectral frequency of him saying that
1: uh, no coincidences for
2: sure. I, I mean it would be astronomically
1: right.
2: huge to to just be a coincidence so you know and like I said my, my grandmother had a UFO experience I've had several um, this whole thing with my dad saying that they're building spaceships I mean I know it sounds incredibly weird but I just feel like there's something deeper going on here, and some of these images that I'm getting through, you know through the ITC research, I'm getting non-human entities showing themselves to me. And the one that I sent you just the other day, right. uh, I mean, that eye in its face is so damn clear. <laughs> It's, it's almost photorealistic in the sense, I mean, it is a photo because I took a photo of, the, of the, you know, the bowl of water, but it's, I mean, that eye, you can clearly see its pupil and everything.
1: So n- now you're, you know, you, you, you've dabbled with photography, you're doing water and sound. And, and it, it goes back to the holographic universe in, in, in a bit that everything is in everything, right? That you, the piece of everything you can find in everything. You're doing it with water. You're doing it with sound now, right? And and uh, and you're talking about reverse speech and how, well, you talk to me about it, so you can talk to the people about it in just a second about how reverse speech um, comes into play with uh, with some of this stuff and what you think can be communicated via reverse speech and uh, you know otherworldly entities. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. The
2: what we're doing right now is. Um, trying to see if spirits can communicate with us through our, our own reversed speech. Mm. And like I said to you off the air, you know, we've just kind of done some preliminary tests. A friend of mine went to a cemetery and he was just walking through and he was talking about, uh, you know, the tombstones and what was written on them and, and just kind of making idle conversation. And then he turned the audio over to me. And of course I went through and listened to it in reverse Um, But he was asking questions such, you know, like, I wonder how this person passed away, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And in his reversed speech, I was finding responses that were answering the questions that he was asking about these people that he, I mean, he didn't even know. Mm -hmm. He was just at a random cemetery, just, you know, walking through. And I was like, wow, this is Amazing. <laughs> um, you know, of course, I still want to do more testing on it before I start presenting it, you know,
0: yeah.
2: to the world. But just those preliminary tests, I mean, it's it's really leading me to think that it may be possible. You know, either we're picking up um, psychic intuition from them or they have the ability to man- manipulate Somehow, I don't know how, but the, you know, manipulate our voice to get responses coming through.
1: Do you think it's worth, um, attempting to make communication with people that have passed, or, or I mean, this is happening to you, and and you're you're I mean, like, clearly you think it's worth it because you spend a ridiculous amount of time analyzing film and trying to make this done, trying to get this done. But but uh, have you found any? drawbacks to this is you know like should we be dabbling with this sort of stuff i haven't found
2: any well let me back up <laughs> so
1: <laughs> go ahead, buddy when
2: i was when i was doing the the um you know the sessions with dead wave and mm-hmm. and recording those sessions i did have a a, a pesky spirit uh come through and and start name calling me Mm. um i I may have sent you that audio i remember
1: uh, i remember now i I didn't remember before but when now that you bring it up it sparks it in my head go ahead
2: yeah so you know i'm just and i asked the question i was like you know what do you think of me Mm -hmm. and the response i got back was you're a slut and i
0: thought
2: and i even laugh like in the recording you can hear me laugh because i just thought it was funny i was like did you just call me a slut? (laughs) (laughs) Like, like really? But it's Uh, so, I mean, it's so obviously clear. I mean, that's exactly what it said. mm -hmm. And, you know, for anyone that, uh, that doesn't believe that these, you know, applications can work. I mean, I was, I was right there with them in the very beginning. I was like, I don't know if I'm buying into this. But the responses I got from my dad and, you know, these types of hateful responses, you know, calling me a slut, just doesn't seem like something that would be pre-built into this app to do.
1: Do you think you're talking to your dad? Or do you think it's something uh, else altogether?
2: Well, I don't think it was my dad calling me a slut. (laughs) No, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I should have made a better transition there. but um in in the the times that you've interacted with your dad do you really think it's your dad or do you think it's some spirit that has knowledge that your dad had or something like that
2: i really think it was my dad i mean just the feeling that i had um you know i, I, I a lot of people are under the impression that you know when we die we just suddenly have all these mysterious powers and these gifts and i just i don't believe that mm. um you know, so for for these responses, for him to come through and accurately tell me his, his dad's name, his mom's name, uh, tell me when his birthday was, he even uh, said a very personal message to my mom um, before he passed away. They they went through a divorce um, that you know he wasn't happy about. She wanted the divorce, he didn't. Um, and in this session, he he tells her. I still love you. Mm. And I sent that to her and she replied back to me and she was just like, Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it, it, uh, I think it kind of unnerved her a little bit, but you know, I mean, I think the love, I think we take it with us, yeah. you know? And, and he did, he, you know, he did love her very, very much. I mean, even after their divorce he would still drive by her house every day you know i think it was just his way of oh, god bless checking in on her you know making sure she was okay
1: you know but um it you know it, it um energy right they, they talk about energy all the time and say that it, it can't be created nor destroyed it can only be transferred right but um right. We, we we move on to another realm of of I'll call it life for lack of a better term. We we, we move on to another realm of consciousness or something. And uh, I I never thought, not that I never thought, but it's been, you know, it's difficult when you think about these subjects and I'm like, do you take your memories with you? You know, do you feel like you used to feel or, or, or is it externalized? Do you know about it, but you don't feel that way anymore? But This is the way I felt when I was on earth with whomever, you know, and it's not that way anymore when you're living wherever you're living or, 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 at whatever realm you're participating in, but but uh, you know that kind of gives uh, a little bit of hope, right? If uh, I, I would like to retain all my feelings and 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 still be me, you know, somewhere else, uh, but right. so that kind of lends a little bit of credence to it. So it's it's kind of a beautiful story, bro. Yeah. Well,
2: I, you know, I was talking to my aunt the other day, and I was I was telling her about the, you know, the um, the spirit that came through and was calling me names. <laughs> And I was like, you know what? I said, you know, if 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 you were an asshole in life, you're probably an asshole in death too, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, you know, everybody just has this this idea that when we die, it's like, you know, we're suddenly going to heaven or we're suddenly going to hell or, you know, whatever. And we don't know that. I mean, we don't know where they go. And that's that's part of my fascination with this is like, you know, with these images that I'm capturing, like – Especially with the video feedback loop. I mean, there's no, again, no possible reason that these things should be coming through, these images, but they do. And that grid-like structure, I can't explain that. There was another one that's, it took up the whole entire television screen and I literally had to rotate the image because I was like, what am I staring at here? It looks like something. And then as soon as I rotated it, I understood perfectly what I was looking at, and it's the scene of a volcano eruption. Mm. And you can see what appears to be a, a like a lake, and some mountains in the background. You can see the full shape of the volcano, the smoke, you know, the billowing smoke coming out of it. And I was like, "Why am I, why am I getting this image of of a volcano?" And I posted it on one of these Facebook groups that I'm in. And someone replied back and said, well, tomorrow is the anniversary of the the, uh, um, Mount St. Helen's eruption. Wow. And I was like, get out. Seriously, (laughs) Seriously, you know.
0: Wow. So
2: it's not just faces that I'm getting. You know, I'm getting landscapes. And, you know, like I said, sometimes it's the full body. I've got an image of a guy that looks like he's got what I call a... uh, like a Gilligan style hat, and he, you can clearly see he has a jacket on. You can see his jeans. You can tell he's got boots on. Looks like he might have a handkerchief or something around his mouth. So I don't know if this is someone who recently passed during, you know, this time of COVID. Um, but his full body is there, and I mean,
1: it's and it
2: looks like his arms are folded, and he's kind of like looking off to the side. Mm it's just incredible.
1: Are you afraid of death?
2: No, I think I'm more fascinated to find out what is going to be on the other side than I am with, uh, with death. Now ask me again, when I'm on death's door, <laughs> I might have a different answer, <laughs> but,
1: uh, I- I'll hold the microphone to, to your, to your <laughs> mouth. And Hey, Garrick, man, listen, how do you feel? <laughs>
2: you'll just get this whispered word.
1: <laughs> you know, but um uh, but you know it's it's something we're all going to have to go through, you know, at some point. Uh yeah. and uh I'm I'm not afraid of it. Uh, I I am uh, afraid of uh leaving a little bit too early. I still have stuff to do. But I'm not afraid of that's, going. Go ahead.
2: That's my feeling. That yeah. is exactly my feeling. I feel like I've there's something I am supposed to accomplish and I don't know what it is. Yeah. So I'm not afraid of dying, but I'm, I, whatever it is that I'm supposed to do, I want to do it before my time comes.
1: Well, I I think you're well on your way. I mean, you're, you're doing something. Um, Yeah. It feels
2: like I'm on the road to something. I just don't know where the going.
1: I mean, I've seen, I've seen your walk, you know, and how you've shifted and, you know, in, in the time that I've known you. So I I know Mm. something's going on. What that is, I can't tell you, you know, and I, I'm sure you don't even know when and people find out with time, but, but, yeah. but, uh, I've seen it, man. I've seen it happen. So let, let's see what develops. Listen, how, how big is this community? You talk about other people doing these things too. This is the first I've heard it's, of it. Really? Yeah. Uh, but I'm sheltered. Yeah. So don't, don't take me into account.
2: <laughs> it's been, it's been going on for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, god in the early well i think ever since recording devices i think tesla Mm. and um i think he had a patent for some sort of spirit communication device so you know this is something that people have been trying to communicate with the dead for a very very long time um but as far as getting images i mean there's there's a documentary called oh, what is it called? The the skull Experiment. And it's S-C-O-L-E, I think. Hmm. Um, these people were getting images coming through on film that wasn't even open. The package wasn't even opened. Hadn't even been in a camera, but they were asking spirits to put images on there. And they would get images of cities and of people when they would open that film and develop it.
1: Wow.
2: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's just I mean that type of stuff just fascinates <laughs> you know and it's like and I keep thinking of new ways like how can I get better communication. And I've recently purchased two microphones that I want to use with my my Zoom H6 and I kind of want to set up like my, my own personal telephone if you know if i can get it to work i don't know if it will just you know experiment but i want to give the the spirits their own microphone to talk to Mm -hmm. you know when i watch ghost hunters or ghost adventurers or any of these types of shows these people are walking around with a quarter recorder right in front of their mouth and they're like can you speak into this device You know, and it's like, if I was a spirit, I wouldn't want to come up like right in your face (laughs) (laughs) and try to talk into this device that you're holding. Like, why don't you hold it out? You know, and maybe that's why sometimes the EVPs that they're getting sound like they're from a distance because, you know, they don't want to get right up close to you.
1: Especially Um, right about now, you know, social distancing. I'm (laughs) I'm sure it exists on the other side. They're not trying to mess around. They want their own mic, so.
2: Right. So what I want to do is I want to have my mic that I speak into and then the other mic, and I'm looking to build a a soundproof box Mm. to put it into and just see if I can pick up anything coming through.
1: Man, this is incredibly fascinating, brother. And uh, you know what? Uh, Props to you. Um, I don't think I can do anything like this, you know, but, uh, (laughs) <laughs> I'm, certainly, I'm, I'm certainly interested, incredibly fascinated by it, and I know these things exist. It's the real deal, right? Um, what we're making contact with on the other side, I don't know. I can't give you that answer. I don't, I don't know if it's uh, legit what we think it is or it's something else altogether. Some people would say it's nefarious. Uh, some people would say otherwise. You know what I mean? But, uh, but uh, it's real, at the very least. I'm going to make sure I drop your IG in the show notes today. That way, if okay. anybody wants to go over there and take a look at some of the stuff you've done, they have a little bit of an easy access. But I, I want you to give that out again and um, and tell everybody where they can find you.
2: OK, my Instagram again, it's I period T period C period underscore photography.
1: Mm. Happy Halloween. Again, that stands
2: people. for <laughs> <laughs> instrumental transcommunication.
1: If you want to get into some freaky stuff this Halloween, you have you have this show, you have the last show. Go do what it is you do, okay. But um, no. If you want to um, dabble in something like this, I mean, I would recommend doing otherwise. But if you, if that's what you want, go hit up Mr. Uh, Mr. Garrett King, and uh, maybe uh, you'll be able to see some of the things that he sees. Maybe not, like we explained earlier in the broadcast, Mr. King. It's uh, it's been uh, a pleasure as usual. It's a long time that I mean we we text uh, here and there you know and we and we, th- we throw stuff back and forth so we've been in contact but I haven't actually heard your voice in quite some time so it, it was fun for me to get to talk to you yeah. again in, in this capacity and and uh, of course always looking forward to any new projects you may have. Bowie Reversed was fantastic. Uh, I remember Bowie Reversed and I and, and I started listening to that and it, it was great you know so I hope to have something that you do again at some point. And, uh, that's it. Any closing <laughs> words, brother?
2: Uh, I just do, I want to say that, you know, I haven't given up on doing the the reverse speech stuff. Yeah. Um, it's just, this has kind of taken the, the front seat for a while, just because it's, it's just fascinating me. You know, the, like I said, the images that I'm getting coming through, but, uh, I am looking to incorporate the reverse speech into the same field of study and and hopefully uh, soon, I can have some some evidence to bring forth to show that uh, spirits can communicate through us.
1: Absolutely. Anyway, Garrick, hold on. Do not hang up. This is the Infinite Fringe, ladies and gentlemen. Hope everybody has a happy and safe Halloween. Okay, I don't want uh, I don't want anybody doing anything that they shouldn't be doing. Be very careful. We're gonna ride out with some Nirvana. Uh, Lake of Fire, ladies and gentlemen. Take a listen.